folks. Welcome to Yelling About Pate. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. Hello. Wearing sunglasses inside. I gotta say, it looks pretty good. No, this is my new look. I've, this is your new I, look? I'm going, it's um, a departure from my old Pit Vipers or Ray-Bans. Okay. But rose gold. Yes. Joel's wearing rose gold, rose like aviator gold, type. aviator type sunglasses. But with a, with a gold with frame. With a gold frame. Mm. The rose gold is the shades. And honestly, I feel like I could be inside and watching a movie wearing these. You could be, you could be an undercover cop who's in too deep. I, I'm, but you don't know you're in. Here, here's the thing: you don't know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I don't even know where you're looking. I'm, exactly. Where's Where's it going? I feel like the next step is like gold chains or something. Oh no! I don't know. I, so I told a my Camaro. So told, this guy drives so a Camaro. I told, I told my wife um, that I'm entering a new phase oh, of shit. my life. Which is going to be turtleneck and gold chain. Okay. And uh, I'm getting an assortment of blazers made. Okay. Um, over at Al Weiss. Hmm. So I'm going to be mixing it up a little for the winter season. So you're entering your grown ass man phase of life. I'm you're leaving behind no, childish I'm things. I'm entering the, I'm in too deep. <laughs> I, I want to go to a bar and I want people to look at me and be like, that guy's in too deep. Right. This is your version of a midlife crisis. It's like Joel just started dressing really cool. We don't even yeah, know no, what that's, happened. That's that's what it's gonna be. My beard. I'm gonna start going gray. Like I'm starting to get grays in the beard. Sure. I feel like I'm gonna. That's I'm gonna, true. You know, I'm just kind of entering Some this new phase of my life. Some guys get a sports car. Some guys start trying to date real young women. You're like, I'm just gonna have a cool blazer. And some cool sunglasses. I'm just, I'm just getting out in front of it right now because you just turned 38. I did, thank so you. So you're on the wrong side of 30. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm looking down the barrel for yeah, you, baby. Look, looking down the barrel, which is you're heading into like, you know, midlife crisis sure, territory. Sure, definitely. So I'm 37. I, I'm one year, your right, junior. Right. And I do actually blame your generation for all our problems. Sure, sure. That we are collectively, and I'll accept that. That we are all collectively uh, um, enduring right now. We've left you with nothing. It's COVID. You did COVID. Um, <laughs> And the housing markets. So you're getting a jump on your midlife crisis. I'm getting a jump on it right now. I I need to decide what I want my midlife crisis to be. Because right now, I'm just kind of going along with the same shit I've been doing all through my 30s. I need to make a change. Yeah. I mean, I grew the hair out, so I got the pandemic hair. So, I, I, you know, maybe I'm leaning into being like a dirtbag. Uh, I don't know if you're leaning into it. I think you kind of already... I'm already been, into it. I already, already leaned in and fell down. You're like, uh, you're waist deep okay. in, the, in that side of the pool. All you right. just haven't kind of, you haven't jumped in full. But, you know, it's okay. I mean, like I said, I'm just trying to get out and ha- ahead of it. Seeing what sticks. Um, just really testing my marriage, you, too, with tr- being a ridiculous person. So. Right. If, you know, if she's you, support, very supportive, by the way. She should be, because you in a nice blazer with a turtleneck and those glasses, that looks fucking good. I want, I want, what I'm eventually going to want to have happen. Oh, also, I ordered a pinky ring. Wow. Yes. You should have led with that. No, you buried the but, lead. But, but, the pinky, pinky ring. but the pinky ring is a stonecutter's ring. Okay. So it's okay. not that like bad. That. Yeah, like it's not like a, a gaudy like. I've seen that ring. on the internet. I saw it on the internet too. That's yeah, how I bought it. Very good. Good. But, uh, good yeah. Order. So um, just you know, I'm just going. I'm just going through some stuff. Damn, I'm gonna know? be out with you at a restaurant. People be like, damn, is, who's Carl with? Who is that guy? What happened to Joel? Who's this new guy? Yeah. Fuck. All right. Well, something to look forward to. It's, I'm in too deep, Joel. Now you you becoming a suave uh, middle aged gentleman. Who wears a turtleneck and a chain. And you know what? I fully support you. I, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Right. I, I just want to be able to, I want to walk into Musso and Frank and I want everyone to be like, uh, just like move down the bar and they, this is where I sit. 
I have a couple friends who've and I only eat consomme. Yeah, that's it. I don't get anything else. I have a couple friends who've committed to being tinted sunglass guys, and you know what? It's working for them. Is it working? It's for working them? for them. I, I'm because you can kind of see your eyes, but it's like, where's he looking? I don't really know. Is he looking at me? I hope he is. This guy yeah, looks cool. There, there you go. And yeah, these this great purchase. You know, really just changes the game. Okay. Well, uh, I'm looking literally looking through. You know, rose, rose colored, colored glasses. glasses. Sure. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's making me a better person. Um, I have been thinking yeah. about it though. I did turn 38 a few days ago, feeling pretty good. We had a great celebration. A couple friends chipped in and bought me a Jeroboam of wine. Oh yeah, we for, bought you a Jeroboam. Uh, you, you were part of this. Thank you for I, that. I was. Thanks to thanks to uh, top ten Greg, guest Greg. Uh, a Jeroboam, for those who don't know, is a comically large bottle of wine that is equal to six regular bottles. So we're talking about a big boy. It's not small. It's it, not for the faint of heart. No. Yeah. It's for the dedicated wine drinker. Uh, obviously it's a party centric move to bust out a giant bottle. That's six bottles of wine. Um, this one was from Cantina Giardino, a great natural producer in Campania in Italy. And the wine was called Sophia. So of course we were referring to the bottle as Sophia all weekend. And you know what? Sophia really, uh, really made the weekend. She brought a lot to the table and I'm, we were happy yeah. to see her. Literally she, leaders she, and leaders of joy to the she's table. She's just a girl who, who just kept on giving. And you know what? That's sometimes that's what you want. Insatiable. In, you know, and Insatiable. we were, the fun part about it is just pouring it. Like you're like hefting it. You're lifting it. It's, it's very fun to just lift up. Plus it's a great workout. You know, I'm, I'm in my late thirties. I got to get that upper body pump you on. Really, yeah, you really do. I'm lifting the, you know, it's pretty heavy. Uh, but by the end, I got pretty good at pouring it. So I, I feel like uh, me and Sophia had a wild weekend, and uh, you know now I'm now I'm looking forward. But the problem is, once you go Jeroboam, it's very hard to go back to a normal size. A normal size bottle of wine looks comically small to me. It's right now. it's a, it is silly. You feel like you're it, holding it a like beer. An idiot. Like I'm drinking Topo Chico. This might as well be filled with wine right now. Yeah, that might as well be a, an airline liquor bottle. I only see in I Jeroboam size now. Yeah, and so like if you were on a flight and you're like, give me a, give me like a little, you know, give me a nip or something, and they give you that two ounce guy, you're just like, what the hell is happening right now? I mean, I bought a. I want 750 milliliters immediately. Yeah, I bought a regular bottle of wine yesterday, and I was like, this can't be right. This looks. What is this? You just heard a foghorn in the background. What is this? this a bottle of wine for children? I want the adult <laughs> side. Did you give me a fun size? That's what comes in the Happy Meal in France. I want the king size. Yeah, you get a nice. You get a 750 mil. Bottle of Sancerre with your Happy Meal in France. I remember in Spain, you could get beer in the McDonald's drive-thru. And I was like, this is an advanced country. This is an advanced culture. I want to be a part of this. Shout out to Spain for Shout doing it Spain. right, man. What a solid place. I just saw a picture on the internet of like, I don't know if it's real, but it was on Twitter. So who knows? It was two kids apparently at a soccer game in Germany. And they're like really young. And they're both just drinking a huge beer. It's Germany. They, they start them young, 14, 15. Give I mean, the, you know, the, dude, if you're 15, give the kid a beer. I mean, just give your 12. You know how hard life becomes at 12? Well, you have a teenage daughter. When did you let her drink for the first time? I let her have a sip of beer for the first time when she was 13. Reasonable. After, after her bat mitzvah. Reasonable. Um, She's a woman now in the eyes of Yahweh. Sure. Yeah. Um, but... I mean, she's, you know, we just, you know, she's 19 now. She just turned 19. And, uh, you know, we were at, it, you know, one of our favorite places, Taylor Steakhouse. And she's getting, and as, as she grows up, she gets more curious about drinking. She's not, I don't think she's a drinker yet, but what do I know? I'm not hanging out with her That's all the time. That's true. But uh, she had a sip of, uh, she actually didn't have a sip. She had a smell of my 
uh, Gin Martini mm. uh, with Ford's Gin. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the sponsor. Shout out to the Ford's sponsor. Gin. Ford's Gin. Ford's Gin. It's better than that other gin. Ford's Gin. Don't be a dope. Shove this down your throat. Okay. I like Ford's it. Gin. I like that. I like um, that. Ford's Gin. Sobrieties for suckers. Yeah. So she smelled the, the martini and no, 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 not for her. And then mm. uh, my wife got Gin's a, more of an adult drink. She's my, still a teenager. My wife got a, a, a lemon drop martini, as you know, as some people do. As one does. They, they enjoy it. Nice vodka one. She had a sip of that and she enjoyed that. But, mm. you know, that's just like, you know, mostly. I, sure. I wouldn't trust a teenager who, who liked a martini. That's very weird. It's like the kid who brings a, a briefcase to school. You're like, what are you doing? No, no, no. no, no. What are you doing there? If you're a kid, if you're like a 19 year old and you're at a party and like everyone's just like slamming, you yeah. know, like bush light yeah. or like shitty wine or tequila or Malibu rum. That, sure. Those are usually like the, As the, one does. the hits. And w- the, you, there's this one person he's dressed, you know, maybe in tinted aviator sunglasses right. and, a, a turtleneck. and a turtleneck and a blazer. Chain. And he just goes, I'll have a dirty martini at 19 years old. You yeah. like, you, there is something right. wrong with you. Right. You're under arrest. First of all, you are. A well, cr- also, they wouldn't even have that child. at the party. You would have to bring your own. He would have to have his briefcase and then open it's it. It's a cocktail. It's a kit. cocktail yeah. shaker. He's making the gin. Yeah, any anyone who's like into martinis before they're in their late twenties, it's like just there's time for this later. Yeah, you just why don't you stick with don't, like don't the rush things. into these things. Drink a margarita, like yeah. those are for you. Start with a mar. Yeah, that, that's uh, you know a blended daiquiri perhaps. Like these are cocktails designed for you. I think gin has become probably my favorite spirit, and I, I think a lot of people have a bad like uh like like a lot of types of liquor, maybe like tequila, people have like one bad experience in college. Maybe they throw up and that taste stays with them, like that juniper taste or the tequila taste. Right. And they're probably drinking really cheap, shitty liquor because it's college. And then for the rest of their lives they're like, oh I don't like gin. It's like, eh, you don't know first gotta, of all you don't know what you're talking about. You gotta branch out, baby. Yeah. I mean, and also, like, if you're hurt once, does that mean you're not going to love again? I don't know. Oh, you got your heart broken when you were 20. You're just going to be celibate yeah, for the I'm rest not, of your life? I'm you got to get back on the horse. I've really never understood the, like, you know, because, like, the people people who just stick with just a drink and then, mm. like, that's it for the rest of their lives. Like, you know, like, did James Bond have anything else? Did he, like, really well, appreciate I'm anything else? I'm a big else? Bond fan, and I like all the books. There's 13 Bond novels. In the books, he actually drinks a lot of bourbon and soda, too, and scotch. Okay. So he's not just a martini He's not guy. just a martini Obviously, guy. the martini became identified with him. Right. And it's, a, you know, it's a classy drink. But uh, he, he, Bond will drink anything. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Bourbon and soda, classic. Love it. When he's in America, he always drinks a bourbon and soda. Because yeah. he's in America. In America. Yeah. You gotta have bourbon in America. Bourbon and soda. There I you think go. it's classy to have a go-to drink, but it's also like, don't be narrow-minded. It's like food. It's like, oh, I, uh, I had a bad experience with shrimp once. And then you're like, oh, I don't like shrimp. You need to power through and keep eating more shrimp, baby. Mm, yeah. Because shrimp are great. Have you ever seen Forrest Gump? Bubba will list you all the ways you mm-hmm. can make great shrimp. And you know what? All right? he, he's right. And he is not wrong, brother. Listen, if you don't like shrimp cocktail, that's fine. Fried shrimp. Amazing. Like, don't overthink it. Shrimp scampi. When's the last time you had shrimp, shrimp scampi? It's probably been a while. I don't, I don't know what it, what it is about shrimp cocktail, but like, I feel like I could eat. You probably could, could eat, eat 50 shrimp. I think like, is that crazy? More. Well, it depends on the size. Are you talking like those big suckers? Or you no, maybe like not little, 50 of the big the suckers. Little, the little guys. The classic guy. When you get the shrimp ring and it's like all pre-made. Yeah. I could eat like 50 of those. I could probably do about 20. I remember I was once, I was in Santa Barbara with my family and we went to this really good seafood spot right on the beach. It's like a you know, very popular local spot. And we all, we, food was great. A lot of seafood, like seafood crab omelets type of shit. Uh, and then I got a bloody because you know I gotta have a bloody. I'm brunch, yeah. so we share all our food, and 
and then the bloody comes with a shrimp garnish. Ah, I hate that. See, I love it. I the bloody like, mary garniture like shrimp. shit is just un, is unreal. But here's the thing: that People shrimp, a piece of pizza, pizza on there. That shrimp. Give me food poisoning. Yep, see, there you go. That's why. And you I don't... know it wasn't anything else because you we can't... all shared our meals. Everyone had a bit of my omelet. I had a bit of everyone else's. But I was the only one who ate that shrimp garnish. You can't trust like food as a garnish on a drink. Like true, like maybe an olive what? and a martini. Like yeah, you can eat what it. What do you mean? But if there's just like a shrimp hanging from your, I want to trust the garnish. No, no, I don't no, want to no, live no. in a world where no, I can't no, trust the no, garnish. No, no. I think yeah, I think you've you. Well, I feel like now you've learned your lesson. You just got to stop ordering stuff with no, other shit on top I of didn't, it. I did it because I remember at downtown, there's a bar called Lucida, and they used to have a Bloody Mary bar on Sundays. And it was like the type of thing where they gave you the base with the vodka and then you made the rest of it. But they had like bacon, they had cheese cubes, they had shrimp. The Oof. shrimp was so cheap too. But I would just go there and just like you just go hard in the paint. Just go hard wow. in the paint. Like yeah, multiple strips sound, of bacon. All kinds of cheese cubes stabbed on toothpicks, tons of different olives, some stuffed with cheese, and then just a ton of shrimp. It was like a meal. You went you went because you were like, I'm getting a meal. Yeah, uh, sure. Through garnishing. <laughs> That's, that doesn't sound like... I want to... When I go get a meal, I want to go get... I'm just going to go get a meal. Mm. And then I'll go get a drink okay. separate from that. But I also don't like Bloody Mary. So, like, someone saying the words Bloody Mary bar is like saying, like ice cream bar like that doesn't that doesn't make me happy you don't like ice cream i i like i like what i like about ice cream but like having so many options like it's just too much you don't like to make your own sundae no what am, what am i seven <laughs> i mean i feel like it's i feel i don't i'm trying you know to think I, of the you know last I really, time i did that you know what i really liked all right so you remember like hometown buffets and like pre-covid these things like sure. really existed you know i guess buffets like soup plantation or soup exchange sure r.i.p soup plantation all those kinds of places that had like you know the salad bar the pizza but at the end they would always have a fr- like a, a soft serve machine and they gave you limited options mm. it was chocolate or vanilla or a swirl mm-hmm. sprinkles uh, chocolate sprinkles and like whipped cream caramel and chocolate sauce those are it those are the only options that's enough that is too many options for ice cream as it is okay but it's but ice cream bar that it's just so much shit mm. you know put all these things together but these are children this is all they have they don't have booze they don't have uh, sex well because they they're just have an ice cream bar if, if they're playing soccer in germany mm, then true. they have probably a nice uh our society nice would nice be better if we started like getting kids into alcohol earlier i think because first of all, 21 is a joke. I don't Everyone understand knows it's a joke. why you can get a learner's permit to drive a car at 15, mm. but you can't get a learner's permit to drink at 15. Yeah, you can vote at 18. You should be able to drink if your parent is with you. Yeah, that's that, good. A learner's permit for drinking. Yeah, you, but you have to get one. You have to like show that you understand alcohol and like take. Right. take and you're like, I'm teaching the kid it's, the ropes. It's on, and it's like a little sticker on their like California ID. Yeah. And it's and it's like you know, and you know what? If the kid gets unruly and drunk, the 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 parent you're gets out. Fine, you're out. You're out, or they get you, your license gets suspended or revoked, or you're not allowed to drink Billy anymore. Billy got as too, a bad parent. Billy got too rowdy down at the lounge today. I gotta pay seventy five dollars. I told him half a martini. He drank the whole thing in one go. I would love to see like a bar for 15 year olds and just like the kinds of drunk children that would be around. <laughs> just like kids just been like, I love that TikTok, brother. No, a bar for 15 year olds <laughs> is a terrible idea. Bringing your child who has a drinking learners permit into a regular bar. Very good idea. 
I support that. I just you show up. The bouncer is like, oh, I see you've brought in your son. You're like, I'm showing him the ropes. Bouncer gives him a fist bump. He feels cool. He's 15. You get in there. You see some hardcore barfly drunks. You're like, you don't want to end up I like that. I just can only imagine cautionary the, tale. The, the after like uh, after football fights that would break out in Chili's across America from you know like really competitive well, uh, uh, children and parents. They need to see this. Don't hide the realities from your children. You need to show them what's happening in these bars. This is what they're going to be faced with all too soon. You need to mentally prepare them. It's a good bonding thing too for like the. Oh you know, my god! You kid, you real kid, half a beer. Real cats in the cradle oh, kind of thing. Dad, I love you so yeah. much. I know, son. I know. You really break down some some walls between, you know, maybe uptight parents mm. and some uh, afraid children. I, I'm a big, you know, we just had Thanksgiving and I was, I'm a big fan of like, you know, and this is like a, probably a European thing where it's like, yeah, they're 15. You're at home. You give them a glass of wine. Yeah. Sure. Let them try it. Not like maybe not a full glass. Maybe a maybe two finger it pour. It doesn't. It, maybe a splash. I don't. I, I've never been worried about. like. Don't give them hard liquor. They're giving, 15. Give them some wine. Yeah, just I think wine and beer is completely acceptable. Like to you know, kid is like you know, like hey, try a beer. Like you're golfing with your dad. And it's like here, I'm, yeah, here, sl- I'm having 19 beers. Here, you can <laughs> you can have a third it's of just one. Just greedy to drink 15 beers in front of your son and not offer him one. I'm I'm right there with you, Cap. <laughs> uh, I I you know I'm probably never gonna have kids, but I am a fun uncle now, and uh, I feel like I feel like I'll like yeah, I'll give. Sip of beer. I feel like Thanksgiving when they're I feel like 15. maybe your your uh, your your brother though would be like cool with that too. Yeah, maybe a splash you're of a wine. Big wine guy. Yeah, we're all drinking wine. Just drinking around. You don't want them to be relegated I to would, not drinking. You know, I would push for that. At Thanksgiving, we always had a big family Thanksgiving with uh, you know maybe like twenty some people. You got the aunts, the uncles, the cousins, and like when I started being like away at college and coming home for Thanksgiving, you know, you're like 19, 20. I'd be like, I'm, like I'm gonna drink, like. You know, I, I'm like, I'm drinking, a, you know, I'm drinking at college. I'm fucking 19. I'm 20. Like, I'm going to have a drink. And my parents were like, okay, yeah, okay. But it's like, you have to have, like, you got to be responsible about it, obviously. Oh, you can't, you're not, you're not going to show up at your folks' house with a bottle of Captain Morgan's no. Parrot Bay no. and just start and take a knee and just start fucking going to town on it. It's so funny. My mom just texted me. They're like cleaning out the house. You know, all their kids are away and, uh. They're like redoing the house as you do. And uh, they're like cleaning out the attic for the first time in probably like 20 years. And she, she texts me a picture of just an empty handle of Bacardi. She's like, I found this stashed in the fucking like, was that you? Insulation in the attic. I, don't, I honestly you don't no remember. Idea. It probably was. I was like, well, yeah. Bacardi head you got to put it somewhere. <laughs> I can't put it in the family recycling bin. Yeah, we should do ripping some shots of Bacardi. You know, hey, why not? Hey, you know, all that that one fifty one, you know, was uh, was real. Oh God, yeah, that's that. That's a you th- drink the worst things as you, a, you as need a to like early college educate student. your kids about alcohol so they don't start drinking one fifty one at any point in their life. Yeah, because when you're a kid, or like ninety nine cool. bananas. And yeah, shit. you're like, like, oh, it's it has so much booze in it. Like, I'm gonna what? No. If a properly educated child will stay away from it. I'll be like, I know what that does, and I'm not a part of that. But uh, I, the, the Bacardi was uh, was a go-to. I think the first time I ever got drunk was Malibu and pineapple juice. Pretty really? sure that I was like 14. Oh, yeah. Right. First time I got drunk was at a bar mitzvah, and it was a punch. It was like basically fruit punch with rum in it. So, and I had like you know two of those, like maybe like solo cups worth of that. And because uh, the the family of the kid that had the 
the punch uh, with rum. Someone yeah. had spiked it. No, it was classic. Like, it was like purposefully had rum for the it. kids. Uh, yeah, at a bar mitzvah. At a bar mitzvah. Wait, you're yeah. you're. 13, 15? It was 13. 13. I was 13 years old, yeah. So the parents were like, let's get these kids lit up. Just, just like a little bit of punch. Yeah, it, yeah it was... We're not naming names. I, still, I, still, I don't know this person anymore. This is someone I just only knew in middle school. But yeah, I remember that. And I remember my, you know, not, not feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first lesson. Not, not feeling great. Lesson number one. Well, yeah. Chaim... Um, I'm embracing your midlife crisis. Thank you. I'm, I'm embracing, embracing your ultimate midlife my crisis. My midlife crisis. Um, I think it's probably time to get our guest in here. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, if you do it, let's get him in here. Our guest today is Little Fish, a.k.a. Anna, Nikki, and Forrest. Guys, welcome to the show. Forrest. You sound like my dad. Forrest. Yeah, Forrest. that's my, uh, that's my uh, Northeast accent coming out right there. Uh, Forrest. Forrest. Which Forrest. is just a great name. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Did you know that Forrest was born three months before Forrest Gump came out? Oh, my God. That's a tragedy. You've had to hear that your entire life. My whole life. And you know what? It really is a good name, too. It's an okay movie, though, at best. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I'll take. Coming in hot. Uh, as, Podcast as, is over. As our we listeners. that kind of shit here. I'm sure all our listeners know Little Fish is uh, one of the hottest pop-ups in Los Angeles. The fish sandwich has taken over. Now you've moved on. To uh, multi-course dinners, you guys are doing a residency at Crudo and Nudo. Uh, I mean, you know, we've been talking a lot about this weird post-pandemic zone we're in, and kind of uh, the way people adapted. And you guys kind of stand out to me as like the ultimate pandemic success story because it was like we started out of our house, and then you know we blew up online, and then we had Smorgasbord. S right here. God damn. Does it, does it feel like that? Does it feel like uh, you know, a fucking basic success story where you're just like, we're just trying to get by, man. It, I think it does, but we're also just in, it's hard to see ourselves, at least for me, any differently than we're just surrounded by so many other pop-up success stories sure. that from the inside, sometimes it can feel sort of like one in a hundred, um, because there's so many people around. Like we're at Smorgasburg now, which is right. so many pop-ups that started out yeah. of a house for and like, right. Our friend Rashida, who does Bridgetown Roti, was just voted as like one of the number Shout one new restaurants Roti. in the country. Shout out to so, yeah, it feels really crazy and really cool, but I also were in very good company, which is also cool because it's a very weird thing to start. These two have been in food for a long time. Like I was just telling you guys, I work in digital advertising. Sure. So, sure. You're coming from more of an outside <laughs> zone than these two fellows. I'm a producer. I can like produce an event, sure. but I'm learning as I go. So the people who were doing this alongside of have been incredibly important to us in figuring out how to even go about doing this. Right. That seems like it kind of was maybe the initial kind of formula for, for your guys' success though. Cause it's like, these two guys are professional cooks. You're a producer. You got nothing but time on your hands. <laughs> Restaurants are closed. It's like, let, let's produce something. Let's fucking get something going. Totally. I was, uh, I initially, so you started out of your house in Echo Park. Um, and I, I don't even know how I, I first heard about it. I think word w was circulating in those days because it was, you know, kind of the, the height of quarantine. There wasn't much going on. So when, when there was something cool happening in the, in the food world, it was like, you know, word got around quickly. And I, I showed up to your guy's house. And uh, the first thing, you know, someone just handed me a frosty Coors Banquet beer. <laughs> 
And then I was hanging out in your backyard and it was just like, they damn, you forever, man. This they is cool. Yeah. I think those initial days, it really felt kind of like, um, you know, it, it, it felt like special cause it was like at your guy's home and you know, it was a lot of your friends and it was like, we were all looking for something fun to pass those weird days and you know that was a very weird time for everybody for sure I was actually just talking to another friend of ours who also did a pop-up out of their house and I think it's funny because so much and as mostly a consumer of food and going to restaurants and not being in the kitchen a lover of food a lover of food you kind of forget that there's real people in the kitchen making your food it doesn't just like appear on your plate so now you're at these people's houses yeah this morning now you know where they live you know where they live i can see in your kitchen right Uh, and i'm looking at your stove it became like really personal um it's very intimate i mean you were literally hanging the food out of the window of your home that's like it doesn't get more and more intimate than that totally it's just a nice switch like you so often don't see the people in the kitchen when you're at a restaurant um who are and i can speak because it's not me it's you two who are working the longest hours at a restaurant and working really hard and making the food and they're hidden away behind, you know, a kitchen and now you're at their house watching them do it for you. So right. it's just like a different way to, I feel like know the people who make your food and that they're right. real people and work really hard and have a house that's getting, it's a good way to connect <laughs> right through that window. Yeah. <laughs> you hand someone a frosty beer through the window of your home. That's an intimate connection. It was, that, that's it was, a lifetime connection. It was a much more like intimate time too. <laughs> like with everything shut down. Yes. It just seemed like a good kind of, of the moment thing where it's like, we didn't necessarily want to go out and eat and know like that there are a million other people going through these restaurants. Sure. So you go to someone's house, uh-huh. you make this connection with yeah. them and it's kind of uh it feels more personal. It uh, it was very personal. I think I think a lot of people that resonated uh in those initial days when it was at your guys home, then obviously, you know, things started blowing up. You were you were unable to do it out of the house anymore. Like what what was that shift like where you're like, "Oh, this is like a this is going to be like a fucking thing." Like, we better, like, get some fucking things in place, because this isn't... You can only fry so much fish on a <laughs> stove. We actually, yeah, also our landlords right. didn't know and they still were don't like, know, but... Right, right. Um, I think there was, like, a big moment when, for a long time, it still felt like something we were doing, you know, in the meantime, until things went back to normal. Right. And then there was, like, a shift where all three of us were like, or, maybe so maybe, yeah, yeah, is this actually what we're gonna do and it was like chicken like who was gonna say it first that this was gonna be like a real thing and then once you do that everything just sort of goes like warp speed um ahead and then you're like now you're buying mobile fryers and then all of a sudden you've we've started a catering company and now we're back in our house which is cool because we host private catering events in our yard um which is like a nice little full circle moment to be able to get the sort of like ragtag fried fish project out of sure. our house and come back with like a very refined course. tasting yeah. <laughs> menu it's like we're hosting really nice dinner parties <laughs> right know? i kind of love that though it's like obviously the fish sandwich became a huge hit that's kind of the hook but like now you have fucking strangers showing up to your yard for like a what 150 dollars tasting menu that's like eight courses i mean like to make that leap for the consumer obviously it's like they, they want to be put in your hands and they trust you and they know that whatever you do is going to be good because it's like, it's one thing to eat a really good fish sandwich. It's another thing to be like, I'm going to go have a nine course tasting menu in a yard. Sure. Clearly that's like, you know, the people believe in what you're doing and are also like clamoring for more little fish in other areas besides the sandwich. Yeah. We also like, if you've ever done, I mean, if you've ever been at a restaurant with more than like six people, you know that you're 
going to be pushed out after two hours yeah, just because sure. they so need you, you to people leave. just stay as long as they want. It's kind of fun. We, it's like we get to have sort of this mix between you're having dinner at home because you're peeing in our bathroom. We bought Aesop soap. Respect. So it's different. Respect. But it, you now are you're like a restaurant. in a house. Now you're a restaurant. And then you get restaurant, you know, quality food from two, like, real chefs who know what they're doing and but they're real can, people by the way they are real, real people you're, real man they're real and they are i can see them we do take everything out of our bathroom like out of our medicine cabinet because i know if it were me you, you i would you would be snooping immediately right. i would go into there i'd be like what? like this guy's fucking depressed Holy what are they shit. taking what is their it's funny, skincare like, routine where is all the xanax and there's one guy like asleep in the corner in Fully. the potted plant in your yard oh, oh yeah. this fucking guy it's we like scrub our house of anything that makes it look like anybody normal lives there and just pack it in our room. Right. It all, it all goes into their bedroom, and at the end of the night, we have to like unpack an entire <laughs> home out of a bedroom. Get the bongs out of the bedroom. It's, it's part of the closing over. checklist. You know what I it mean? Really, it's like somebody, the last thing that you have to Somebody like off. peeked into our room during an event, and we're like, "How do you live like this? It's not like it's not like this normal. I don't keep like bags How of flour like on my like, dresser. Get back, get back to the table. This is but employees only. But it is really fun to have people. At our house for essentially yeah. a restaurant. It's a four-course, you know, big family-style meal, but we have a fire pit, and we have heaters, and we have servers, but then they're popping into the kitchen and saying hi, yeah. and we're playing music, and at the end of the night, we'll come have a drink with you. know, like, it's That's just... Great. It's a really split 50-50 experience between eating dinner at a home and eating right. dinner at a restaurant. And, right. And, and talk and, about intimate. I mean, yeah. you're bringing them into your space to, it's like... It's very cool and special. That is cool. You ever, have you ever had to fire a server at the home restaurant? No. Okay. Because that's, that's coming. Have. That's yeah. coming. Now you're a real restaurant. Yeah. you got to deal with staffing you're issues. You're going to start writing people up. Yeah. You're going to have a file effects with all the <laughs> shit in there. Someone's taking your loose change from your change fucking thing. You're like, whoa, it. what are you doing? We, we really do... Um, only really hire friends. Okay, we're, we're like incredibly fortunate to have a great. Uh, it seems group like of that. friends. How many that, people do you have us? for like one dinner? That, um, like on staff. It depends. So if it's like a, sometimes we'll do like um, nights where we do for like two turns of twenty um, people, and like oh. we'll maybe have five people working. Um, the majority of the the private parties we do at our house are like twenty people or under. Yeah, maybe we have like four people working. Okay, well here's the thing: you have strangers coming into your home. Like obviously, <laughs> my nightmare. Hopefully, <laughs> your Little Fish fans are good people, but like. You must have had an asshole get in there at some point, or no, someone gets too drunk, or someone gets in an argument over batting a politics, right or like, I mean, you know, strangers are coming in your home. Shit can happen. I just knocked on one. <laughs> if they get too drunk, usually they're just incredibly kind and like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when they tip more. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm sorry, you threw up all over your floors, guys, in the bathroom. It's so clean in there. I fucking fucking love what you guys are doing, man. It's much more of a like natural wine crowd yeah then yeah. we've had one party we did shots with yeah, we, had a, we had a mead crowd once too a what Ooh, the mead, the mead oh, crowd mead. gets lit a, a mead crowd mead. Yeah. you never know when the mead crowd showed up Wait, on horseback did they brought mead they brought mead oh, wow. yeah, they're, they're like we made this yeah a bunch of medieval barons came in we couldn't get them out of the yard <laughs> yeah we we always offer so we work with Kay whalen who um is like our natural wine sure. hero and um does all of our pairings and which is great all of our events um but yeah there's been a couple people who've been like they bring their own thing and one okay. party brought mead so we tried a bunch of mead we're gonna, have, we're gonna have to a go, lot about it we're gonna have to go and we're gonna have to bring the forged gin cart oh, and just start making baby. martinis 
So I don't know if you know. This podcast is now sponsored by Ford's Gin. So they, get it in they have a mobile cart that has a CO2 flash chiller that you push the glass down on. And then it has a refrigerator where you like you keep the, the pre-mixed martinis. So maybe we, you know, maybe we roll up with the cart. I don't know. Is that, that sounds, allowed? That sounds like a really dangerous New Year's Eve <laughs> situation. You heard it here, folks. Dangerous New Year's Eve situation <laughs> in Echo Park at someone's house. <laughs> are you guys doing a New Year's Eve event? We are. Our house is open currently okay. for New Year's Eve. Um, so you can, people can book, like the, the, the pre-free menus were like events that people bought tickets to, but you could also just book a private event mm-hmm. at your home. Yeah, we do. So we do catering at people's houses too. Okay. Um, but a lot of people just choose to use our space because they don't have to and, do yeah, right. anything to yeah, their house. They're not in their space. They're right. like, we heard you have a really nice bathroom. Yeah. Um, that's <laughs> the word on the soap street. and lotion. <laughs> and lotion. And lotion. Oh my God. Which I then put immediately away. Like, that is for guests right. only. Right. Um, yeah, you no, get you those can... little like fancy soaps. Don't the ones that the look stash. like shells and shit. <laughs> Nikki, have you been using the customer lotion? Tell them. No. Okay. (laughs) You know what? I believe him. I believe him. Pregnant pause. No. Um, Well, that's that's cool. Basically, for we're like you can come at four and leave at one, and we'll serve dinner at some point in there. But we we have the best neighbors who are really supportive of us, which is huge because we have other friends in the pop up. You have a bunch of drunks in your yard. Your neighbors like, what the fuck is going on? The best. Well, you could have really shitty neighbors that are like, you can't do this. And would try to like put the kibosh on pretty quick. We called the health department on them during COVID, which is like, they were two people who really like, they both lost their jobs. They were making. Can you imagine? First of all, can't even imagine calling the cops, calling the health Health department. department. It's pretty low. That is the the lowest. What kind of human scum? How do you even find that number? How do you Google that number? Jesus Christ. That's terrible. But yeah, we have the world's best. Well, one house next to us is uh, under construction. So no one lives there, which is great. Okay. Um, And then I went to high school with the people on the other side of me and they're the one most wonderful people in the world. Maybe you give them a wine pour over the fence. Anytime they they know they eat and drink for free whenever they want at any time. And everyone else has just been really, really, we've had neighbors DM us on Instagram and be like, I think I live close by, close by. Right. I think I can see are you guys, guys partying in your yard right now can we now? come over they have said that and they have come over we had to be like we're lonely I... we need to hang out with somebody <laughs> it's great. yo can I can I come through what's up it's happened several times and they're they've always come that's amazing they're great and so we're, we're we I mean if you want to say anything about our like success project tra- trajectory mm-hmm. edit that out Carl trajectory yep. <laughs> Pointing I'm live word. editing right now <laughs> um it's that we've just been enormously lucky. Right. Like we happened to live in a house that had a yard. Right. We happened to live in a house that had like a window that led to the yard. Right. We have the best neighbors. We had two chefs who knew seafood and yeah. didn't have work. It's like, a story just... of community. It's a story of the triumph of the human spirit. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, well, uh, l- let me luck. ask uh, Nikki and uh, Forrest. Um, you know, now you guys are working in restaurants. Uh, do, do you guys? Hold down current restaurant jobs, or is, is it just Little Fish now? Uh, I was the last, the last holdout. I just finished my restaurant job like two weeks. You ago. were at Shibumi, right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Shout out to Shibumi. Uh, and um, it's it feels very like uh, even you like describing us as like a pandemic success story. Sure. And, like Little Fish becoming like a legitimate operation. It's now. Two of us, this is our full-time job, and I still feel like it's... That's like, crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, clearly Ill- that illegitimate. comes... Yeah, like, that, That you know, however illegitimate it feels, like, you've, you've entered a new 
kind of area of operations and it's like so far do you prefer this kind of like mercenary lifestyle than to like have a job where you got to show up you know exactly what you got to do or is it just like too different to compare uh there there's definitely pros and cons to both and like whenever you're doing one you you miss all the, the, aspects, <laughs> right. all the aspects the of grass another. is always like, greener yeah like uh when your house is full of catering equipment you, yeah. like you miss a like, true I dish pit you know to just like <laughs> right why can't i have a dishwasher and, like, not think about like <laughs> do you guys hire a dishwasher oh, oh no no. <laughs> no they're probably the two best dishwashers in the country right now that's true. It's, what is a cook if not just a great dishwasher? That's true. You, you do really learn to appreciate the like commercial three compartment sink. Oh, absolutely. You, uh, mm-hmm. Have just like a house kitchen to work out of, right. but like you have like forty covers worth of uh, plates to <laughs> hand wash. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. But I clearly, you know, on the other side of that, it comes with a lot more freedom. Uh, you know, you don't got some boss man breathing down your neck. You don't got to deal with an owner. You don't got to deal with, you know, what, whatever, all the trials and tribulations of restaurant work. Yeah. Like, like I said, there's pros and cons. So anything that, <laughs> any, anything that goes wrong is, you know, your, your responsibility. There's only three of us to, uh, to solve any problems that, that come up. Right. Exactly. No, like, yeah. Exactly. Are, did you guys, for, you, what is it, did you form an LLC? You incorporate? Yeah. yeah. So is it Little Fish LLC? Little uh, Fish LLC. Uh, Oh, that's sick. Little Fish LLC, I, love I think, it. was taken. Yeah. So. <laughs> do you have a fax machine? What do you need to start an LLC? I'm like 800 bucks. <laughs> right. yeah, do you need, like do you little need little a notary? <laughs> was a notary involved in this? LegalZoom.com. No landmark yet. It is like the, the beginning stages of starting any sort of business and i'm this is not new information yeah let's say we have i'm sure we have a lot of like aspiring pop-up people listening right now you know i would i we asked a lot of like quote unquote stupid questions because like our our first call with like our accountant who we got set up with was just like how do we do what is what is money can you explain money to me because we currently don't have any quick question (laughs) what is an accountant (laughs) truly we did a lot of just like DMing established restaurant okay. people and being like, hello. Right. I am Anna. Please, can I? I represent Little Fish <laughs> EP LLC. <laughs> and then finally, like getting them to get coffee and being like, how much money do you have? Right. How much money do you make? Right. What? If, say I didn't have any money. Yeah. Just say. Like, I just throw it okay? out there. Is that okay? I am don't I okay? I have money currently. Um, but yeah, you learn, there's so much you learn. Like, all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, let's talk about LLC versus like S Corp. I know, kind of. Don't please don't ask it me. It sounds actually, like you know what you're talking about. I, I won't ask any follow up questions. Thank you so much. Um, but oh my god, there's so much. There's so much stuff. Yeah. So much I shit to do when yeah. you. St- it's just all of a sudden you're like, remember when we just like took Venmo? Yeah, it was out great, of our right? House? It was so easy. Has there, I mean, so how many like gigs have you done where you go to someone's home as opposed to people coming to yours? A whole bunch. Okay. Yeah. We're Has doing... it always been positive? Because I feel like you can get into some weird shit just showing up at random. Because like, how house? do you vet them? Like, like obviously they contact you. They're like, we have a party. We want you to do this. Blah blah blah. Are you like, are you cool? Most people have been. Are they? Well, one you can pretty much tell, uh, like. Vibe check, by, like language. You can that tell. They use. I do like the correspondence with people, and like as somebody who's worked in customer service jobs since I was in high school, like you can tell immediately how somebody is by how they are in like a hiring process yes, and yes. how they treat the people who are going to be working for them. That's so true. like you know very quickly. 
And I, we haven't had anybody yet who's been like, like, fuck this guy. Like, everybody's been wow, great. That's awesome. When we go to these parties, you know, I, by the time they've booked it, I've talked to them on the phone probably. You're like friends three times already. For sure. Because we, we and they want it, you to be there. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're actively seeking you out. And they're like, you know, we try to make everything really, really specific to what people want because one, like, seafood isn't for everybody. Some people are picking, you know, we. Also, they're paying a lot of money, so that's we true. want it to be really specific. Yeah. We spend a lot of time talking flex, to them. Flex, yeah, that's right. You can't see me, but my muscles <laughs> look paying up. They pay a enormous. lot of money. Um, <laughs> and, enormous, because uh, you know, private catering is not cheap, and no, it's like yeah. a special experience. But we know, we know them. At least I feel like I know them pretty well. By the time we get there, I've gone to their house and looked at it because we yeah. need to know what equipment we're bringing. So like. It feels like buds. By the time we leave, I'm, we're like you're hugging like these people. I love you're it. in their house. We did have one um, intruder. Oh. We did a yeah. birthday party where somebody wandered yeah. into the yard and everyone was like, "Who are you?" Right. <laughs> They're like, "I saw you on Instagram. Can yeah. I just come in, or is that no?" People were coming in from the front and the back, and then this okay. guy came in, and we were all like, "He, that, no, no, sir, this, no. You're, you're either really late or confused." Right. Yeah. <laughs> He was just like, I'll just grab some food. And, and, and I'm just walking like you own no the place. Deal. It's totally fine. I'll just grab some no, food and leave. And just s- act like you belong. You right. can go basically anywhere. He honestly did sit there he for a couple. He went and he just walked in and went and sat Shout by out pool. to that guy. That's ballsy. Was I he like, like in uniform of any kind? No. Or just like he just went and he just clothes? sat by the pool. He just thought he could get some free food maybe. We had to go to the host and be like, this guy. Absolutely. Is that your uncle? Do you guys know that guy? Right. Then you got to switch into security mode. Right. Nikki, stop washing dishes. We need you to bounce somebody. <laughs> yeah, we call Nikki the muscle. For a lot of reasons. He's got all the tattoos. So I figured, you know, you bring him out. I know he does. Forrest uh, looks too friendly to bounce anybody. Please, could you guys? Please, get just, out sir. Of you gotta leave. He's Midwestern. Could, if it doesn't inconvenience you, <laughs> if you could just if it would leave, be okay. I can give you a water on your way out. I actually have a whole bag of food ready, ready yeah. for you. If you just get the fuck out of oh. here, an Uber. Yeah. it's like. Don't worry. It's actually an Uber Black too, yeah. so I'm like really just pulling out all the stops Uber, for you right Uber now. Black. Would you guys say like the majority of people who hire you for a private catering gig to come to their house have had have like been to the pop up at Smorgasbord or had the sandwich or like are you are you turning some customers into to bigger yeah. customers? Like a lot of people came to. We were doing like a dinner series out of our house for right. a little bit um, towards the end of the summer. Um, People, a lot of those people ended up right. booking. And then they're like, oh, we could have this at our house. Yeah. Whatever, that would be great. And people who, we've gotten like friends of other people who've booked. Um, but I would say that most of the people started coming from that and then just okay. find us through Instagram. Uh, there's been a couple of people who've like, I've never tried anything you've ever made. Really? Yeah. Um, which is like it just looks good on the gram. It's it's validating. There's a yeah. there's a lot of a lot of trust there. I that's great. People, people say that like oh do you guys want to do this private event? Like I've never had your food. Right. Like are you? Yeah. You're like great. Sure. sure. I mean, Absolutely. I don't, know, I don't know what I did to convince you, but let's well, go. I will trust say, us. It's good. I will say obviously we're in the Instagram age. Uh, you guys, you know, the pop up in the food world is very uh, inextricably intertwined with Instagram. Got to say, your guys' food photography very strong. We hire people. Okay, that's I was I was gonna say. It looks like <laughs> ah, a professional. We got, looks like professional job we, there. It's a mix between um, like a new iPhone, and that I also just happen to work with people and again in digital advertising who take nice pictures for a living and right. are cool. And I'm like, hey, right. on the weekend, do you want to make? More this money? has been like a friends. This has been like it takes a village. Like oh, uh, you, every all the support and all the friends and all this. We I love it. Ev- almost every event we work. 
there is at least one of our friends who's helping. Um, our two friends, uh, Bonnie and Shay, who do um, the pop-up happy mediums, have become sort of just like our partners and have helped us so much. Right. Um, They're so extremely overqualified <laughs> for the jobs that we give them. We, That's great. we really owe all of our success to them. That's so fun, though, because that, you know, that, that really like... You're doing it together, and it's like, uh, you know, it feels good when you're not just, like, working with some stranger. It's oh, like, yeah, ab absolutely. Hell, yeah. Well, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't discuss the sandwich a little bit. When you guys initially started, and the first time that I went, it was, uh, it was, it was fried fish, but not a sandwich, and it came with three sides. You got, you got that frosty beer, and then, a, a, you know, a bag of Zaps chips. And the sides were always really good. I went multiple times. They were like really good veggies, some pasta salad type things. And the fish was always like a standout because it was like so well fried. And, you know, there's not a lot of places to just get like good fried fish around. Or there wasn't then. Uh, maybe that's different now. But then when you guys made the sandwich, you like, you know, you struck a nerve. It has that slice of American cheese on top. It's hitting the nostalgia zone of the filet of fish that a lot of people grew up with. And just like something clicked when you guys made the sandwich. Uh, I hate to admit that that was also just a, a stroke of luck that we owe completely to friends of yeah, ours. Who, who, which one of your friends gets the credit to be like, I fucking told you to do the sandwich. I'd like to go on record that it's Lindsay Chan, Maya Camby. Thank you so much. Wow. Shout out to Lindsay and Maya. They get free sandwiches. For life? For, for life. life. Whoa. They, as many as you that's want. That's major. My, like one of my best friends from high school, Lindsay Filet of Fish, is like her. Okay. She was a Filet of Fish person. She is. Um, and she, they had been coming, they'd been supporting the fry so much and getting the fish. And then one day she was like, Can you please try to make wow. me a Filet of Fish? Wow. And we did. And then we liked the first version. And then the two of them just spent, we're like, Actually, this is really good. And they could make it better. And they worked at it for weeks and then ended up at the version that they're at now. And it's, some like one of them just like posted the sandwich and all of a sudden we got so everyone was like can i get one can i get one i mean and then they the, didn't want the vegetable sides that we right. worked so hard on. <laughs> you, you, you start finding the vegetable sides like in your hedges oh you're like what are people just throwing like, these out we were like being really like you know main character like going to the market being like oh they're gonna love this right. just like these dragon beans are like, in season right absolutely. now absolutely no like give us the american cheese yeah and it was, it was it, a lot easier for us just to make uh, the sandwich. That's true. It's <laughs> easier for you guys. You go. Like, I don't need to buy all this seasonal produce anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I had that initial reaction. Obviously, it's like, it looks amazing. But then I posted a picture of it the first time I got it. And, like, I had, like, people DMing me. Like, wh where did you get that? <laughs> like, what is that? And I'm like, a little fish. I don't know. Like, it's, figure it out. It's, like, recognizable. Like, sandwiches, I think, really do shake yeah. a chord with people. And especially when it's built in a way where someone's, yeah. like, you said, nostalgia. It's like, yeah. you grew up eating something like McDonald's, but then you, like, kind of tweak it a little and make it better. Yeah. I think in the same way that, like, when burgers never say die first mm -hmm. kind of blew up, it was, like, they were just making like a really good version of like a McDonald's, McDonald's yeah, burger because right. it had like the minced onions totally. and like the, you know. The one pickle. Yeah, the, the one, one pickle, pickle placed the, like on the left corner. The mustard and the ketchup. <laughs> and it was like, it's striking the nostalgia zone, but it's also like made so well that it's like way better than it ever was. I think there's something cool about also specifically with seafood because I think that when you think of like really high-end seafood sometimes it can feel really inaccessible it's and like, expensive right. expensive it's not angler stuffy. all the time people right. yeah <laughs> um but it's cool to make something that's like 
for, the for people. all intents and purposes, like really high quality seafood. Yeah. It's a really nice fish that we're using, but it's also accessible and it doesn't have to feel like, like it can feel. It's not fussy. It's not it's overly It's not fussy and it can feel like you can integrate it into just like part of your day in yeah. a way that like. Yeah, you're on a Hi, jog, eat a fried fish sandwich. Fried fish sandwich. My go-go lifestyle, this fish sandwich fits right into my go-go right lifestyle. Right on the, I, I do know you as a go-go guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, speaking specifically about the sandwich, the it's cod. Is that, is that correct? No, it's, it's not, actually not correct. Not, it's not correct. <laughs> uh, Pacific striped bass. Pacific striped bass. From Baja, the Pacifico aquaculture. Okay, we're talking farm. sustainable. Absolutely. We're talking down in Baja. And then it's, it's marinated in a koji. Uh, yeah, shio, uh, shio koji. So it's just like salt, koji, water. Do you want to say what koji is? Because yeah, know. for our listeners that don't know, he's gonna break it down. It's that truck that was like really popular twelve years ago, made like Korean food. So they just buy that and they throw it on the fish, right? That's right, right? Yeah. That's right. It's We're Korean marinade. It's, co- it's cod, and it's also yeah. <laughs> Uh, koji is a, a mold or like a bacteria that uh, is yeah, uh, grown typically on grains, but on on rice most commonly. It's like how sake is made or soy sauce, miso, all of those, right. uh, all those things, and is also like sort of taken the you know food world by storm over the last couple years. And sure. we were just kind of trying to find ways to like add a little bit more like umami and depth to uh to our fish when we started making it we found that that gave us sort of like a nice like more like savory meaty quality to it that was sort of reminiscent of like a mcdonald's chicken nugget or something (laughs) yeah it is is almost nugget-esque yeah that's uh that was kind of our first thought in our uh taste tests when we were developing like our batter and uh messing with all the different seasonings and stuff and that that's sort of what yeah i have a a question why is there vodka in the batter because i know there's beer and there's obviously some sort of flour situation but where's the vodka coming yeah so vodka this is as far as i know i think uh heston blumenthal gets the the credit for this uh development in like beer batter recipes uh, I think a lot of the best beer batters are kind of derived from his recipe. Um, vodka hydrates differently, so it prevents like the formation of gluten in the batter. Mm. Um, what type of flour so are we talking to, about here? Uh, we use rice flour okay. and all-purpose flour. So rice, rice flour has no gluten, and Correct. obviously all-purpose flour has gluten. Yeah, uh, but so good amount of rice flour combined with the like the way vodka reacts in there uh is just like a less glutinous batter so you get more crispiness and less chance for it to like get chewy interesting and when we first started obviously everything was takeout and so it's sort of counterintuitive to you want to make stay fried, crispy yeah to yeah. make like fried fish to package in a box and like right. send someone home with <laughs> right yeah um but we were really happy with the way that the batter holds up and so what's the ABV of this fish nugget? What are we talking here? We got some residual alcohol in there. Twenty fruit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's no, the unknown yeah. side of the little fish sandwich. It gets you fucking drunk. Well, yeah. So it makes it tip more, baby. <laughs> we well, do. We did start um, a weird. Can I tell them about the yeah. shot? Okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm like, yes, you can tell us. <laughs> tell us, please. Yes. We did. This is a safe oh, place. Your this is a safe place. So we had, we obviously like have vodka around because of the beer. And our first time we did a fish fry out of our house, we did a shot before because we were 
like nervous and sure, anxious and yeah. excited. And Forrest did a toast and then it went really well. And then my like highly superstitious ass. Right, you're like, we have to do this every time. We have done a shot, including Smorgasburg, which starts at 10 in the morning. So we do room, <laughs> room <laughs> 9 a.m. You gotta wake yourself up for that. You the crowds are coming. Our tolerance for like room temperature Tito's You're at like, nine in the morning. Cause he doesn't even like compute. No. <laughs> and he has to do the exact same shot every single time. And in the exact same way with it, the exact, exact same fingers. Same, it, it is you guys it's my are, hard line. You're approaching like Russian levels of vodka, <laughs> of straight vodka <laughs> consumption. We, we, we don't enjoy it. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I that's the it. thing. We're always like, it's oh, a burden. Okay, it's a burden it. on us and our friends. I will say we have upgraded quite a bit since working with Kay because they bring, um, a cold liquor, which is not something we'd ever Imagine consider. Imagine that. Um, I, love me, I love me some cold liquor. I love the idea of like Kay's in your yard explaining some like biodynamic producer to, oh, to yeah. your guests and, and then they look in the kitchen them. and you're like, yes. warm Tito's, let's go. No, they really put their foot down in a way that we really appreciate. Um, we're like, I'll do the shot. Right. But They're like, we're worried about it you. It will we're be your cold. Friends. And we try like a mezcal sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Branch so, out, man. Well, that's the problem with superstition. Now you're locked in. You're gonna. It'll, oh, it'll I'm be absolutely. Like, it'll be like a decade from now. You'll have like a worldwide franchise of Littlefish restaurants. You're like, we, we have to do it, but we. You have like you have cirrhosis of the liver. The we've, doctor's like, you have to stop doing. You're like, we can't. We can't stop. We've talked about like at what point does this kind of have to stop yeah. from like an HR standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> we have like a restaurant and we're make for like, right. we can only get hire people. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone get in here. It's a safety meeting. Oh no. Here's the thing that I have updated. You are allowed to shoot whatever you want. Ooh, you sure. have to take a shot. Okay. So it can be you Gatorade. Okay. It can be oh. juice. Okay. You have to do a shot. I like this. I don't know if that's still kosher from HR when we maybe own a place down right. the line. We'll but look into it. We're going to yeah. look at yeah. yeah. We've got time. Yeah, don't worry. That's way, that's for future little fish to fucking worry right. about. Yeah. You're in present little so fish We're going to be so drunk right by then. Five years. It's like little fish taken down by internal lawsuit <laughs> alleging alcohol abuse was forced upon employees. It's too much camaraderie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That, but, I love that though. That's a great. That's a great little tradition. And also, it's like who doesn't want to shop before service? All right, who doesn't want to shop before it anything? It does. It does help. Loosens you up, man. Yeah. Even if it's Gatorade, everyone's a little dehydrated. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, so currently, um, you're at Smorgasburg, which is a big uh, for for people who don't know. That's a a big thing every Sunday downtown in the Arts District. Tons of different booths. Lots of different pop ups are there. It's kind of become an incubator for up and coming pop ups. Um, so you're there every Sunday. Yes. Um, and you're currently doing a residency at the new seafood restaurant in Santa Monica called Crudo y Nudo. I had their food when they did a pop-up at Bar Bandini before they had opened the restaurant. Fantastic. I yeah. really was blown away by the quality and I got like everything on the menu. Yeah, they rock. They're they... doing a lot of good shit. Unfortunately, it's in Santa Monica. I'll probably never go there. But <laughs> good for enough. them and I'm glad they're killing it. Yeah, my, um, we met them. My, I grew up like, four blocks away from where Crudo Nudo is on Main Street in Santa Monica. And so when they opened, my mom physically cut me out a newspaper clipping about them and right. brought it to me. Right. Perfect. And then I... Classic mom classic shit. Classic mom. So she They're does, doing seafood too, she, honey. Thanks, Truly. Mom. She's like, so they were um, a pop-up too. Uh, do you know them? <laughs> are you friends are with them? Yeah, are you friends with them? Like, um, are now. So yeah, then I went and met them at Bandini too, and they've been great, and um, they know the pop-up life and were have been incredibly supportive and really helpful and pop up life um yeah it's just you know it's you know brian who owns crudo nudo said it to us like you just 
you know, looking at another pop-up, what it's like to just lug everything you yeah. need for a full dinner service, yeah, yeah, like yeah. three or four times a week. And it's just such a uniquely yeah. bummer. Once you know that, you're, you're in the trenches together. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone totally. wants a home. You got to be able to rest your head. It's And so they've been, they're closed on Tuesdays and have been really nice in letting us, you know, come take over their space. We're doing sort of like a red checker like New Jersey Italian setup. Um, so like we got we got calamari on the menu. Oh, it's coming. Oh, oh it's done, coming. Yeah, baby. We made these um, really cool. I we <laughs> they made <laughs> these um, very cool. It's fine. Take tuna time. meat. I do. Just Don't worry. It's just only because we're I'm in front of them that I'm not. Um, but I tell everybody when I drop food at tables, like, I'm like, I, I made fish. fish. I, made I am little fish. <laughs> I made this. Um, they don't see the DMs I send people. Um, like, thanks. I am very talented. But it's really fun. It's hell yeah. So that's through December. That's through December. So yeah. go visit them there Tuesday nights. Also, um, I think tickets are almost sold out, but there might be a few more. You guys will be doing food at our Amuse Boo show. So excited. Melody. That is December second. This episode is probably going to be out tomorrow on the first. So tomorrow at Melody, uh, December second. You guys, Molly doing the pastrami taco, the pop-up all-stars, basically. <laughs> we got comedy. Joel and I will be doing the Perone. We're, oh, oh, we're yeah. all Peroning. We're all Peroning. I, I won't be peroning. doing a shot of warm Tito's. Maybe I will. I, you I know what? I will. You say that now. I say I will. that now. I say that. You know what? I'll do, I'll do I'm a not shot ruling it out. I'll do a shot of chilled gamay. How I'm about that? We can it go, out. We can go it's nice not that you want your first Amuse Bouche back to be cursed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. No, all right, the we're curse all doing. Of warm Tito's. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a, a Tito's boosh. and then a Gatorade. I'll be hydrated That's and I'll perfect. be ready to rock. They counter each other. Yeah, <laughs> it's neutral. Uh, well, you guys are. It's so great to have watched you guys rise, and uh, obviously, it's great to see good people doing great things. And uh, congrats, congrats on everything. And thanks yeah, for Anna, joining. Congrats us. on all your success. Thank you so much. I, I yeah. just can't. <laughs> Anna, you work so hard. Praises guys. enough. Who are these two guys? Uh, I don't know. Obviously, <laughs> they're her bodyguards. <laughs> Showed up. They're really nice looking. Uh, obviously, you can follow Little Fish. It's uh, at Little Fish. Underscore Echo Park. At Little Fish underscore Echo Park on Instagram. Yes. Always posting all the good shit and those real nice looking professional food Real professional. Um, you can always follow me at Carl Hess on Instagram. You can follow Joel nah, at... Joel David Miller. You don't have to. I don't want it. He's not even very good at Instagram. (laughs) I'm not. Uh, Please follow the sponsor at Ford's Gin. Shout out to the sponsor. I mean, Ford's Gin. You know I'm going to be drinking some. Drinking. A moose bush is a wine party, but you know I'm going to be drinking a martini here and there. Maybe I'll sneak that in the back. I'll shoot that. Ricky, yeah. We'll do a gin shot. We'll do some Ford's Gin shots. Yeah, there we go. Gin shot. We're going to bring some Ford's Gin. If you want to get tickets to a moose bush, act quick. It's at a moose bush LA. Um, you can always follow the pod at Yap Pod, and uh, you know, go on iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review. You got to do it. If you're listening and not doing it, you're stealing from us um, true. emotionally and spiritually. <laughs> so stop doing that, uh, guys. Thank you so much for being on. Thank it's you. Fucking thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. I can't wait to eat that fucking nice. sandwich on Thursday. <laughs> is it gonna be the sandwich? Yeah. You guys doing oh, it's gotta be. Hey, the my sandwich. first little fish experience I will be the sandwich. Cannot Hell wait. Uh, go get that sandwich if you haven't, guys. Thank you for listening. As always, we'll be back next week. Go eat something delicious.